0: Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,925. Buckle up, because today we're going racing. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts and race fans, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Houston, Texas with a very special guest by the name of Isla Ogren. Isla, welcome to Cars Yeah! Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch?
1: I definitely am.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I know you are. Now, we're going to give you a proper introduction in a moment, but before I do that, what's one little thing that maybe most people don't know about you, Isla?
1: That I am named after a book.
0: A book? What book
1: is that? The Clan of the Cave Bears. I am named after the character Isla from from that book series.
0: Uh, You know, I'm not familiar with that. So give us a a quick story about Isla in the book. What is she she all about?
1: So she is a little girl that gets taken in by a clan, the Clan of the Cave Bear, and is raised by this clan, a very different breed of her own, during the Ice Age.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, you know, uh kind of cavemen, cave women kind of thing?
1: Exactly. So quite quite different.
0: Yeah. Well, that's cool. You know, it's fun to learn about where names come from and you have such a beautiful name and so unique. Maybe not for your part of the world or is it?
1: It at the time being, I believe there was only one other Isla in Norway at the time I was born. But wow. I, I ke- keep hearing it more and more throughout, spelt a little different here and there. But in, in the U.S. and Ireland, Norway, it's getting more popular. So no, it's it's fun to see.
0: Oh, that's fun. Well, interesting where uh, names come from. I just became a grandfather and my new little grandson, uh good Norwegian name, uh, is Gunnar. So, uh, nice.
1: Congratulations. Yeah,
0: Gunnar Torkelson. So there you go.
1: Very Norwegian. Yes. yes
0: <laughs> very much so. Warrior is the name uh, I understand Gunnar comes from. Warrior Fighter. So uh, yeah, he's, yep. he's off for great things in life, no doubt. Well, let me give you a proper introduction and we're going to dive into this very cool world of racing that you're part of. Isla Ogren is a driver in the W Series, the International Single Seater Motor Racing Championship for Female Drivers. Their first U.S. appearance is coming up very quickly here. It's in conjunction with the upcoming Formula One race at Koda the famous circuit of the Americas, for a double header weekend. This will be cool. Isla's passion for racing started after watching a karting championship in Sweden, and after that, Well, she was hooked. She moved to the USA in 2012 following the promise of sponsorship, was accepted into the skip Barber Racing School after winning a scholarship. I've had many people from Skip Barber, and that's where I got my racing license, so nice start. I didn't go quite as far as you did, though. (laughs) Her hard work paid off when in 2014, she won the Formula Ford Spec F1600 series. After several successes in the F1600, she moved to the road to Indy, where she completed a full season. She works as a spotter for the Indy 500 and dreams of one day driving in that event, Herself. We'll be back in just a minute to learn more about the W series. But first, a word from our sponsor. So give them a listen. Buckle up, we're at the track. We'll be right back. My friends at Covercraft offer you ten different options. That's right, ten for your vehicle's protection. You can choose from Weather Shield HP, HD, Sunbrella, Ultratech, Reflect, Form Fit. Custom view shield and their newest five layer all climate cover, three layer moderate climate cover, and a five layer indoor option. You have all sorts of ways to protect your car. All of these are custom tailored by Covercraft's talented craftspeople. It's the form and fit with the quality to attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. Surface protection is the best way to preserve the investment you've made in your vehicles. It's what I do. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles. RVs, trailers, and watercraft too. I have a Covercraft cover for every one of my vehicles. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YAH21, 21 Y-E-A-H, two, one, at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off your order, plus you get free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code YAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, and he asked me about American Collectors Insurance. He said, while I listen to you on Cars Yeah, you're always talking about agreed value collector car insurance. Well, I insure all my cars on my regular auto insurance policy, and I've done it for years. Why use a different company for my collector cars? I get a multi-car discount. Isn't that good enough? I suggested he call his carrier and ask how much he would get if his collector car was totaled Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green's at Cars Yeah. American Collector's Insurance. Classic car insurance. Designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. They're the ones that insure my car. That's American Collector's Insurance. (laughs) All right, Isla, we're back. So let's go a little deeper into the corner, something you love to do, and talk about the W Series, because I'd like to learn more about this. So let's start with what it is all about, what got you there, and uh, what kind of car you're driving in, and this upcoming race that's coming up in just a week. It's going to be running uh, really fun at Coda. What a wonderful track, so take it away.
1: Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Like you said, we're uh, racing with uh, F1 at Coda here in a couple of weeks. I am racing in the W Series, which is an all-female women driver series. Uh, The first of its kind, and uh, I'm just super, super excited to be a part of it. We race in Formula 3 carts. They have a 1.8-liter turbocharged engine, Alfa Romeo, uh, driven and the chassis is by Tadis.
0: Very cool. These cars are very, very similar in appearance to Formula One. They're just not quite as fast, but they're fast.
1: No, exactly. It's uh You can almost say that it's a it's a mini F1 looking car where we're not as fast, uh, unfortunately, where we're all trying to get there, but Mm -hmm. uh, not not there quite yet.
0: Well, what makes the W Series so special? Because my understanding is this is a great opportunity for women to get into racing without the initial cost because these days and i've had so many racers on the show to get a ride many times you've got to bring money or sponsors to the game you can't just say i'm great hire me uh this series <laughs> <I> kind of <wish. laughs> yeah wouldn't that be nice uh this series though kind of circumvents that a bit and gives uh you ladies an opportunity that maybe wouldn't exist otherwise right
1: oh absolutely it's an amazing opportunity for for me i've said it Several times and many, many times more, I think, but it's, it was a second chance that I never thought I was going to get. And like you said, it's everything is, is covered from a, from a driver standpoint. And, uh, you're able to focus on, on what, what's important, which is improving and, and getting better as a driver.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. I want to go back a little bit, though, in time to what got you started because there's kind of a funny story of that first race, that kart championship you got to see. Something about your brother being seasick?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) So my parents have always been uh, very uh, adventurous, let's Mm -hmm. say. And uh, one of the things they've always wanted to do was to sail around the world. So when I would have been sick, six seven or so and my brother around three and we had started started our trip uh, sailing trip around the world and by the time we made it down to Spain my brother got really sick and it was at the time being where my parents had to make the decision of either crossing the Atlantic Ocean or we had to wait another full year because of the storm season and all of that stuff and um, because of that they decided to turn around and we we made it Way back to Sweden, which is where we had the boat with my grandparents. And and because we made it back, my uncle and cousin, they were karting at the time. And they said, hey, why don't you guys come watch the Nordic Championship? So we did. And if it hadn't been for that, I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking with you today. Because that's kind of just one thing led to another. And I was hooked right from from being there. I, I saw another female Carter. And it was kind of at that point where the, the light switch came on and I'm like, Oh, this is something girls can do too. This is, this is really cool. And, uh, kept bugging my parents more and more and more. And they're like, okay, this isn't just a face of you seeing something and maybe want to try it. And we gave it a go. And now, uh, 22 ish years later, here we are.
0: My hats, I mean, my hats off to your parents. So they were going to take a six year old and a three year old. This was on a sailboat.
1: A sailboat, yes. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> you have very, very adventurous. I can't even imagine that. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, what a life you must have had as a child with parents like that.
1: Yeah, uh, they're really, really awesome. And they've always been very supportive for both my brother and I, whatever we've kind of wanted to do or, or needed advice or help with. They've always been there for us. And, and, and yes, they are very adventurous and they're, yeah, they're... They're wanting to to try something different.
0: I've got to think that they've got to be probably some of the most in, inspirational people in your life. And I like to ask my guests about mentors, inspirational people. What I call driving inspirations uh, are are the, are those the ones in your life? Because I'm still sitting here thinking, when I had children that were six and three, I I would have never been brave enough to do something <laughs> like that. Well,
1: absolutely, my my parents are are definitely my my biggest inspiration, and just all the hard work they put down for for everyone else and and, and followed their dreams as well. And it's just something you kind of, at the time being, you probably didn't appreciate it as much as I should have, but looking back at everything, it's just hats off, and um, at some point, I I hope we will be able to give something back to them in in the same way.
0: Oh yeah, it's wonderful. My guess I've heard this. I watch a YouTube couple called uh, the the title is Sailing La Vagabond. It's an Australian couple who for six years have been sailing all over the world, and they've since had two children. One is now about six months old. The other one is I think two. Uh, so having babies on ship on sailboats they were on a monohull then a then they're on a catamaran now they're building a tri-hull um yeah i still to this day i just go i I just can't even imagine that i mean brave is is one word for us adventure it's another but let's get back to racing for you so skip barber great place to go and get your feet wet and learn how to drive right
1: absolutely it's that was one of the things that really brought me over to the u.s was was all opportunities to to try and learn all the scholarships, opportunities that that was here with Skip Barber and then further out through Road to Indy and and towards IndyCar. And you kind of saw a path, Mm -hmm. whereas back home, it was harder to kind of pinpoint what direction to go to. So at the time being, Anders Krohn, a fellow Norwegian driver, he was in Indy Lights and we reached out to him and said, hey, like, what do you think? What's your experience on everything? And he said... Don't even think about it, come on over, go to the karting shootout for Skip Barber and, and go, go from there. And it was through all of that, you went to the, the three-day Skip Barber racing school, testing at Laguna Seca, and um, kind of one thing led to another, I ended up going to the karting shootout, won a scholarship there to, to come back and, and race in 2012.
0: Oh, it's so cool! Yeah, Skip Barber is where I got my racing license for vintage racing. As I said, I never went as far, nor had the talent that you have. But it was a great place to go and kind of get confident about. And I raced—I raced an open wheel car, a 1960 Lotus Formula Junior, so not a fast oh, car, wow. but still kind of fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, I felt like no, a race car absolutely. driver. But you're in—you're in really fast stuff. And these cars that you guys run now, what kind of speeds are we talking about in the T318?
1: A lot of it depends on on what kind of tracks we're on, but we're give or take two sixty to two eighty kilometers yeah, per hour. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, fast. Yeah, very, very Definitely. fun cars. So when you made the jump from the sixteen hundred to this car, what were some of the things that really stood out for you? I mean, when you first got in that Formula Three car, <laughs> it must have so, been eye opening. So I,
1: I've, I've done a couple of steps in between the sixteen hundred. Before jumping into the F3 car, um, I raced in USF 2000 on road to Indy, and then I tested um, some Indy Pro. Pro, I never raced in it, unfortunately, but tested some. But I'd say the biggest difference from from F1600 to the F3 is what kind of stands out the most is no wings on the 1600 cars, and so then you go to a a, a lot more downforce Downport, that you're yeah. dealing with, and and learning to trust most of all is the the speed isn't so tempting jumping upwards but it's then building the trust to to use the tools that the the new car is giving you
0: yeah i've had indy 500 racers and formula one racers on the show and one of the things that stood out to me was a indy 500 racer that said learning to trust going through the corners flat out and not lifting yep because no ex- yeah, you, you thought i i gotta lift here i got and you know this the guy in the headphones is saying no do not lift your foot lift. stay nope. in it <laughs>
1: no and and that's exactly it is going going fast rate right, forward is not necessarily the, the the big task of of overcoming but it's the corner speeds that everyone's pushing more and more and mm-hmm. the more you trust the faster you go until you don't anymore so it's yeah. finding that balance
0: What's it like with this group of females that you're running with? It looks like a wonderful group of people. Tomorrow, I'm going to have Sabra Cook on the show. Uh, You run with a tremendously talented group of women. Is is it like a, want to say a sorority, but you all get along great. Is it all self-supporting the way you guys run together?
1: It is a great, great group. I will say that has been my biggest, not necessarily surprise, but just positive throughout this whole season is how well we all get along and yes we're we're racers and and we fight with with (laughs) teeth and teeth and nails out on track but in the paddock and and yes COVID-19 has made it quite restricted of how much interaction we have off track with each other but it's the support has just been really really cool on how everyone's interacting and, and communicating it's it's very different, but it's a huge positive, and I think something a lot of the other, maybe not serious, but teams can can learn learn from.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, how many races you guys will have after Coda here? You will have run this season.
1: So we have eight races in this twenty twenty one season. Uh, there has been some changes throughout. We were originally supposed to go to Paul Ricard, ended up doing two race weekends at Red Bull Ring, and. Uh, Our Mexico race weekend, which was supposed to be after CODA, unfortunately got canceled as well. Um, And we'll do two races at CODA instead. So very much looking forward to that.
0: What is your most exciting prospect of coming to CODA? Because this is a pretty cool track
1: it is a very very cool track and i've only done it on a uh, honda civic as a pace car program for <laughs> oh, indy cars okay so it was very different coming here with a w series f3 Tatus car but yeah. uh, i'm very much looking forward to it anything from the weavy parts and elevation changes and just maximizing the exits going out on the long straights because I think that's where you'll see a lot of our passing opportunities.
0: Oh, absolutely. Now, are you excited, uh, when you get to run on the same weekends as the F1 folks? Definitely. It's uh it's pinch me moments every time. And for me, it was
1: showing up at the first weekend at Red Bull. That was my first F1 experience yeah. at all. So being able to race at those same tracks and at during the same weekends has has been great and it's been really really cool to see how how much support F1 is giving but also the other support series of F2 and F3. I've
0: got to think the folks at F1 the team owners have their eyes on you ladies. At least you'd hope so. You
1: definitely hope so. I I think as a whole the W series has showed a lot of talent and and I think going forward potentially they could be a maybe not a as clear of a path as Road to Indy has become here in the States, but I I would love to see that W Series gets gets put in into that ladder system in Europe towards F1 as well.
0: Uh, I think it'll be fantastic. Very cool. I've had Lynn St. James on the show a couple times, of course, past Indy.
1: Oh, she's great. Yeah, Yeah.
0: big promoter of women in motorsports and, uh, of course, raced in Indy and multiple times and just a tremendous advocate for women in motorsports, which is fantastic. So I love seeing more women in all aspects of automotive sector. Uh, I've had a lot of women on the show here. I think it's great. It brings a whole nother level uh, and interest uh, to the show. And like when you were a little girl, seeing that little girl race racing carts, I would imagine one of the fun things for you is getting approached by other young women and little girls who look up to you women in the W Series and go, you mean women are in those cars? I could do that too.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And and that's been the really fun part of being part of the W Series, but also pareta Autosport during 2021, where during the Indy 500, it was... A mostly led female team or it was a female led team but it was mostly females working in it and that was what was so cool is seeing the little girls with the big big bright eyes looking and and seeing that it's it's possible not only as a driver but engineer mechanic dag you know like whatever whatever you want to do you can do and if that's not anything in, in auto autosport that's that's fine too but know that it's a possibility to to go there if, if that's something you want.
0: Yeah. Anything is possible. Let's take a short break and thank our sponsors. We come back. I want to talk a little bit about a challenge you've uh, come up against because racing, oh my gosh, it's full of challenges. <laughs> so keep the seatbelts tight. We'll be right back. Did you know that less than 3% of all automotive technicians in the United States are women? You may not be surprised, but you should be concerned because our country is facing a massive technician shortage Right now, skilled, qualified techs are in high demand, and we need young women and men to consider these careers as a viable path to a fulfilling life. I've interviewed hundreds of women in the automotive sector here on Cars. Yeah. And I know that women make great techs. That's why I support the nonprofit Tech Force Foundation and its Women Techs Rock Initiative to ensure women see themselves In the profession, the industry, and the workforce. Learn more at techforce.org today. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual informed, reasoned opinion. And be sure to use the code cars, yeah when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. <laughs> All right, we're back. So let's talk about this challenge question because racing, boy, if you could pick anything hard to do as a career, I'm not quite sure what it would be. Professional sports maybe, acting, I don't know, but racing <laughs> uh definitely more fun than those other two, I think. Uh, let's talk Absolutely. Ab- yeah, let's talk about a big challenge you faced, but more importantly, how did you overcome it and what was that lesson it taught you?
1: Well, I think as you mentioned, there there are several different challenges in racing, but I think one that really stands out to me is during the first trial for the W series where I didn't make it was, I wouldn't say necessarily surprising, but it was the one that you kind of, I'd raced against guys and girls my whole life. I'd done relatively well. And then you, you go and you try out for something different and and you don't make it. Right. And, and it was something like I'd had my my eyes set on for so long that kind of, and it was a second chance. I had already had the struggles with getting funding for, for USF for Indie Pro over, over here stateside. And it was, was kind of that second chance that you didn't think was coming and you got it. And then it was like, kind of the rug was pulled from under you of, of why. So with that being said, that would probably been my biggest, not necessarily challenge, but kind of like aha moment of okay, what now? And that's when I think just kind of being determined and, and keep working. Like you mentioned earlier, I've I've worked several different roles in racing of spotting. I've driver coached. I also worked with a company called HRX, where which is a safety gear manufacturer for racing of suits, no mix underwear and such. And I think just keep going, being at the track, being present and just reminding people, I'm not going anywhere. Is is what that really taught me. And then eight months later, I got the call from W Series of Dave Ryan, and he said, "Hey, thought a lot about you during the season. Can you please come and test with us?" I said, "Yes, sir. Absolutely." I'll, uh, what I'll time be do there. you want me there? <laughs> exactly. And 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 here I here I am again. So it's yeah, just never give up. I guess is is what I'm trying to say. But sometimes it's. Uh, it's not always as easy as that, but it, that has definitely been my bigger overcoming, I guess, is, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Well, I can't tell you how many racers I've had on the show, and I was waiting for the words. Every, hundreds of racers have been guests on Cars, yeah. Every single one say those words, never, ever give up. Every yep. one of them. And some of them who are very famous now were so close. They were out of money, out of a ride. Literally, one was leaving a hotel after a week and going, I guess this is it. My career's done. Stopped and spoke to somebody in the lobby who turned out to be a team owner and went on to greatness. His name is Bobby Rahal, by the way. Yep. Uh, You know, so yeah, never. It's the same in all life, really. But in racing, you just can never give up. And Indy is one of those things that I understand is a bucket list item for you, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's, that's the one one race and one driving an IndyCar is it's what I've always wanted. And it's definitely both a career and personal goal, say the
0: least. Yeah, it's, it's tremendous. The series this year was fun to watch. And uh, you know what? I have no doubt you're going to be there one day, Isla, because uh, you've just got that spirit and determination. And uh, I mean, how could you not coming from a family that thought, let's throw the kids on a boat and sail across <laughs> the Atlantic? Why not? Well, you know, it'll be fun.
1: Well, we're... Definitely trying. I, yeah.
0: I'll give you that. <laughs> there you go. Well, don't give up. That's for sure. Let's talk about a special vehicle in your life. Now, this could be a race car that you jumped into that really has a fond memory or a streetcar. It doesn't really matter, but I'd love to hear a little bit about what that ride was.
1: To me, I think the biggest, well, two, two different special vehicles one was my first car it was a citroen ds3 and just like the first memory of of driving it on my own after i got my driver's license and and that was that's something i'm never gonna forget of just that freedom a car actually really gives you i was just like fill it up and you can go where any everywhere you want you can go with it was kind of how i had it in my head at least so that is something i'll never forget and then also driving an lmp3 car is, mm-hmm. has been been able to, to do that a couple of times on testing. And it's just so
0: pure <laughs> is the wrong
1: word, but it's, yeah. it's exciting. It's thrilling. It's loud. It's No, I, I really, really enjoy that.
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. Especially <laughs> jumping from a little uh, hatchback Citroen DS3. And I know I'm making a, a stretch here, but uh, the LMP cars, oh, man, oh, man.
1: It's a lot of car, yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, watching those things race Le Mans and the tracks and so forth, and uh, uh, even going way back to the 80s, they were racing. I was living in Del Mar. My wife and I just got married, California, and they were racing at um, racetrack with a horses race, actually, but they'd made a little road course through the parking lot and so forth. And my wife was never into racing. And I said, why don't you just come to races with me? You might like it. And that's all it took, getting her to be physically there and, and that wasn't a fast track those cars were not going that fast because of the track was just very limited it was like driving at uh long beach or something you know it's just yeah. kind of tight but she came out of that going that was fun <laughs> i like yeah that. <laughs> yeah no
1: it's it's something different when you can be there and experience yourself that's for sure
0: yeah and then you go to a real race tracking where the cars are going real fast first time we went to the indy 500 to that racetrack was actually the formula one race the first formula one race they ran there Back when they yep. were running there, and uh oh my gosh, those old Ferrari V tens! Oh, I think my ears bled.
1: I, yeah, <laughs> I can't even imagine.
0: Yeah, it was incredible. Plus, I had back uh, back passes to get into the paddock area because I was importing Facom tools and uh, Usag tools, and ended up getting to eat lunch with Michael Schumacher. Which oh was like, wow! I just kept going how did I get here? This is insane. That's a pinch me moment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Incredible guy. Now I'm going to crawl into your head a little bit. I'm going to be your racing psychologist. Okay. Your car psychologist. If you were manifest as a vehicle, what would you be? But more importantly, why?
1: So, this is one of the trickiest questions I have ever received. And I've been, I've scratched and thought (laughs) and scratched and thought on this one. Good. But the one I landed on was the BMW
0: CSL. Ooh, I love it. Okay. And why that? And
1: I'd say I'm a little different. Mm -hmm. Don't always, always follow everyone else's road. I get that. And uh, no, just a little different, a little quirky, kind of more, I wouldn't say, traditional is the right word but more on the classic Mm -hmm. side of the spectrum and no it's uh i really really like it it's uh it's something else and i think that's what i can be in in many different ways as well so i kind of related to that one after after thinking very very long
0: and hard on it so are we talking about the old school could i maybe evolve you into being the batmobile
1: Exactly.
0: I like it. Yeah. Those are beautiful, <laughs> beautiful cars. I mean, they're just elegant road touring cars. And then you add that Batmobile element to them, uh, the ones that they did. Yeah. For the kind of semi race cars.
1: They really, really are. And just kind of everything it represents of, of all the hard work it it took to get there for BMW as well from, yeah. from post-World War and and uh, that part of the story. I, I really enjoy that and, and can relate
0: to it. Yeah, yeah, they're beautiful. Nicely done. Well, thanks for giving that some thought. Yeah. That can trip some people up for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, well, who is this guy? Why does he asking those silly questions? Well, I like to take it out to a different place. Now, I like to ask my guests how they like to give back and help others in the automotive sector. We touched on this a little bit with uh, inspiring young women, little girls, that they could go out and race to just like you were inspired. Is that one of the ways you like to give back or is there something else?
1: Yes, we did touch up on it a little bit earlier, but I also like to do it, a, a, take it a little bit further where, so my, my parents at this time, after they decided not to go on the sail trip and, and I went through all of the, the karting years and hockey years with my brother and they landed on running a rental kart company at a track in Norway. And because of this, they're also there during the competition go-karts where we're actually seeing more and more girls coming into this club track and, and practicing and such and whenever I'm I'm back home I, I really try to make an effort of being there and coaching not just girls but boys and girls in in the lower kind of categories to to keep them going and motivating them and and just giving them advice of not necessarily what to do but maybe not what more so not what to do so yeah, yeah it's um yeah just trying to make the the lessons uh lessons to learn a, a little fewer so that's that's one of the things I've, i really enjoy doing
0: is there a woman in racing from the past that really stands out for you as a, as a great mentor maybe if you didn't even meet the person but just somebody that you always looked up towards
1: so I wouldn't necessarily say she's been a great mentor of such because I have I've never met her, never spoken with her. But one that's been an inspiration for me, and it was actually one that opened my eyes to IndyCar was Danica Patrick. Uh, when she led the Indy five hundred, that made the news to Norway. And that from that moment, like that's where my eyes started going to was, was the US and and um because of that I I have to say her of just making making it more visible for for everyone.
0: Yeah, I've never been successful getting her on the show. I have tried, but she's hard to get to.
1: Yeah, I, I can't imagine.
0: Yeah, but I did get to meet her at uh during Car Week, Pebble Beach Car Week at the Jet Party and yep. she was there with one of the jet companies actually, a private jet company and uh did get to spend maybe 3 4 minutes just talking to her trying to be calm and cool, you know, is yeah. Patrick. and uh, very personable, very sharp uh, lady. Yes, Yeah, very smart. And of course, just looking at her career and listening to her speak. I, I listened to an interview uh, with her on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, that was really interesting. Um, just kind of get on that long interview, you got a little more flavor of her personality and so forth, because she can kind of come across as kind of a wall, if you will, sometimes uh, very stern, very stoic. And it's like, who is the real Danica? And uh, yeah. she kind of opened up a little bit there, but uh, definitely an inspiration for, for everyone uh, in racing. No,
1: definitely. And I think just look at her as a driver, but also a business person, like you mentioned, of, of how how well she's been able to to juggle both is is very very inspirational
0: very tough too yeah especially in that all boys league and what she had to put up with and everything uh i think she did a a really good job some people might argue that she was a little too tough or whatever but uh until you walk in those shoes you don't know what it's like no you don't not at all yeah how about a great book would you like to share a great book with the listeners today
1: so I have, so I actually used to work in a bookstore oh, okay, uh, grow, <laughs> growing up, um, especially during Christmas and such. When when the racing season was over, it was a, a waste to make ends meet. I have two I'd like to share. One is the Boy in the Striped Pajamas. And the second one is Why Good People Do Bad Things. Mm,
0: interesting choice of two books. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> tell me a little bit about these choices. So,
1: so the first one, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, I I just love it. It's, it's such a moving story of, of two boys, and I'm not going to say too much to spoil it, but two boys who probably shouldn't be friends, but... Know no better and becomes best friends, and the outcome of it is is quite drastic and realistic for for many families, maybe. But I think it just showcases how innocent kids are and and puts things in perspective. Why are we fighting about things when we? Yeah,
0: yeah. Adults can learn from that. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I really like that one, and then the second one of why good people do bad things. I think it just. It gives a, a very good insight of of how the the human brain works and and what, yeah, like what to look for, what what you can change within yourself, and and how you can improve yourself.
0: Great choices. Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, suggesting those for the Carjial listeners. Uh, you can go to Isla's show notes page. Just type in Isla Ogren, A Y L A, and then A G R N. And you will find those books listed there with quick, easy links to buy. Let's go on the ultimate drive here, Isla. Uh, This is a fun one. I have a magic scepter, which allows me to allow you to pick any vehicle. You can be riding with anyone, or if it's a race car, maybe it's just you. And you can be driving anywhere. Are you going to take us to the obvious place, that little track in Indianapolis? Or does your ultimate drive (laughs) look like something maybe a little different?
1: No, I would definitely say it would be Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And... I would, uh, if, if we can play with the magic wand, yep. I would like to bring my granddad who passed when I was three. Cause I, I want to show him what I've ended up doing with my life and yeah. and talk about it and, and, uh, take him on, um, uh, take him on the the ride of his, of his life around in a two-seater around yeah. there. Yeah, that, that like that great. car
0: that Mario takes people rides in.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: I was at the Ferrari factory back in 2011 for three days, and there was a room at the cliente uh, program there where they have all the F1 cars, old F1 cars, and even some newer ones. And there were a couple of Ferraris sitting there that were three-seaters, they had wow. the driver in the middle and people on each side. I've never side. never yeah. seen anything like that. I was talking to one of the guys going, what on earth is that? He said, well, it was a way they could take people on rides and give them, you know, uh, potential sponsors and so forth. Give them the idea of what, it, what it's like to be out on the track. I'm thinking, wow. Yeah.
1: I like the way they did that, though, because then they're still able to see everything. Because a lot of the times, if you're... Behind, behind, you You can't can't see anything. See, yeah,
0: yeah. It's just like being on a roller coaster with your eyes shut.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which (laughs) I I never
0: terrified. I never like to go on roller coasters with my eyes shut. I wanted to see what's coming. Yeah, I I don't like that whole idea. But yeah, I'm not so sure I'd like that. I've been in two race cars on tracks as a passenger. Each car. Crashed, So oh I don't, gosh. I don't do yeah. that anymore.
1: <laughs> I, I don't blame you.
0: No, it doesn't feel I, good. I
1: prefer driving myself yep. as well. <laughs> yep, I
0: understand. Well, you've taken us on a fun ride today and I can't thank you enough. Uh, I really welcome you over here to the United States to drive again at Coda and in, in, in a proper race. This is going to be so exciting to watch. And I'll make sure I put links for everyone listening so you can go and see the dates and times. If you're lucky enough to be in Texas, uh, you definitely got to get to the track and watch the W Series and Isla run uh, her car. Before I let you go, could you share maybe some parting perds, perds? some parting words of wisdom or a success quote with us? I
1: think we've already talked about it. Never give up. Keep keep working on your dreams no matter what they are. Um and also one thing that has really helped me is if if something is just a dream, it's this pink cloud that is hard to hard to work towards if you don't put kind of smaller goals in between to get there. So give yourself something to measure if it's whatever it is, if it's in business or life, it's, if you can measure something, it's, it's easier to, to see that you're getting closer to your end goal. So I'd I'd say those are my my words of wisdom to, to call it that.
0: Well, words to uh, heed. And uh, boy, when you come from stock like Isla did, a family that, hey, let's throw the kids in the sailboat. And I'm still trying to wrap my head <laughs> around that one. That's just amazing. I think it's fantastic. What, what a fortunate uh, uh, parents you, you had to uh, drive your goals forward
1: absolutely very lucky
0: yeah very cool uh if you just go to uh w com, you can learn all about this series all the different drivers again tomorrow i'll have another driver from the series on the show uh do you have a website yourself that people can follow or on instagram
1: i do i have both instagram facebook and a website all which would be under isla augren that's a y l a a g r e n um websites.com and and it's just my name on both facebook and instagram
0: easy to find i would encourage you to follow this lady uh try to keep up though it's going to be tough uh and watch what she's having fun <laughs> with And again if you can get out to a w series event uh i think it's going to be worth watching very cool i want to do a thank you shout out to barbara burns from burns group pr for introducing me to isla today thank you barbara really appreciate it isla thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences you go girl until you and i talk <laughs> again i'll see you at the races No, <laughs> no,